Well, Happy New Year, everyone, and welcome to a new season of the Destination Polaris podcast. Our podcast is brought to you by Rugged Radios. Uh, we use Rugged Radios on all of our shoots. They provide clear communications. We can talk vehicle to vehicle. And, of course, we can listen to our favorite music while we're out on the ride. Uh, we use the comms everywhere, desert rides, mountain rides, you name it. Rugged Radios keeps us connected. Honestly, we can't do our job without Rugged Radios. Uh, we use the radios to let people know where to go on the trail for those great pieces of video you see on the show. So Rugged Radios, the authority in communications. Well, a new year brings new adventures, and joining me today in studio, which is always a good thing, is the Senior Director of Players Adventures, Gray Rents. Gray, thanks for being here, man. Pleasure to be here. Yeah. yeah. It's good to see people face-to-face -face in here. It is. It is. It's a nice change. It's <laughs> a nice change. Now, I don't... You and I will talk over email and over the phone, but I don't remember the last time we actually kind of got together face-to-face. -face. It's been quite a while. It's been quite a while. Gray's got this great beard going right now. <laughs> it's very, very winter Midwestern sort of beard right now. Got to so, stay warm in that negative 30. <laughs> dude, telling me, telling me. So Gray is part of Polaris Adventures. I wouldn't say you're the main guy, but you're one of the main guys. And for people out there who maybe know a little bit about Polaris Adventures, they've kind of heard of it, they don't know it at all, Tell me about Polaris Adventures. Absolutely, yeah. So Polaris Adventures is a really cool new program for Polaris. We've uh, been around about five years now, uh, growing fast. And the and the main piece of the program is how do we get more people out riding and seeing all these cool experiences that you can have on all the different products that Polaris makes. So through a network of what we call Outfitters, which are our local partners and all of these different cool destinations, whether it be in the mountains or out in the desert or in tropical locations, you can go and really ride any Polaris product with these Outfitter partners in their cool local terrain. So each one's a little bit different. They have different rides, different trails, different tours. Um, but really the, the number one thing is you can get out, have a great experience without having to haul your machine across the country or figure out how you're going to get one in one of these really cool environments. So how does it work? I want to take out uh, my fiance and my two boys, and we're going to go for a ride somewhere. And we and, and you guys have locations all over the country. We do, yep, from Maui to Maine. From so. Maui to Maine. Good call. We were in Maine. We rode with <laughs> you guys. Uh, and so how do I figure out how to ride and the ride that works for me? Absolutely. So we've got a great national website, adventures.polaris.com. And on there, we really can shop it a few different ways. So if you know already where you're going, uh, you can really type in where you're going to be, where you're going to be staying, et cetera, uh, and really find what type of adventures are in that area. But really what we've been finding a lot is people just want to really find something new and different, something they haven't done before. So a lot of the site is really about curating the different types of experiences that you can find. Do you want to go over the Continental Divide? Do you want to go take a slingshot through a tropical paradise? You know, you can really go and find all those different things out there with lots of content and a whole catalog of offerings. And then once you've found what you want, you can go and book it right there with uh, the outfitter that you want to go and visit. And uh, the rest is just traveling there and having a good time. So you're renting a machine for... Is it half day, full day? How does it work? Yep, it can be uh, really any and all. So depending on the location, we do half days, we do full days. Some places actually do multi-day uh, where people are more likely to stay for a few days and want to really continue that adventure. I would say most people go on kind of a half day, three, four hour ride is really common. Uh, you can see a lot in that amount of time. You can bring the whole family along. It's it's usually uh, a great fit for people when they're out having a good time on vacation or whatever else. Now, Maui to Maine. We've done Polaris Adventures shoots in both of those locations. <laughs> you have, you have. <laughs> we have, and everywhere in between. What I love about it is just that you there are so many around the country. You don't have to travel 
a great distance to find a Polaris locations outfitter. Yep, that's a great point. So while we do see a lot of people that want to do something that's very different than what they have in their home environment, uh, there are options all over the place. So a lot of people that just want to get away for the weekend or, you know, here in Minnesota where I'm based, you can drive, you know, an hour and a half north of the cities and really get out of that city feel and have a great time on a Razor or a snowmobile this time of year. And really, that's our goal is we have options for all skill levels, all different locations, all different types of things that people want to go and do. And really, the, the universal thing that brings it all together is you're having a great time on a Polaris product. Now, I know Polaris's uh, slogan is get outside right now. And during the pandemic, everyone has been getting outside. What has it been like to be a part of Polaris Adventures during this time? It's It's been crazy, honestly. I mean, like everyone, it was uh, very worrisome in the beginning of uh, the uncertainty of what's going to happen. And, you know, we've got all of these local partners across the U.S. that our first priority is making sure that they're in a good place and they're going to get through this okay. Uh, but very quickly, as the as the lockdown kind of freed up a bit there in, in those early months, we saw people just exactly that. They wanted to get outside. They wanted to have a good time. They wanted to do something that was safe and fun with their family that uh, was different than maybe what they've done before. So, frankly, for the last uh, you know year and a half or so here, our outfitters have seen a ton of people coming out, uh, both local and from afar, as people are doing driving vacations and different things to see the country. Um, and quite frankly, it's just been great to see. It's been great to see people enjoying the outdoors, having experiences they haven't done before. We get a lot of people that have never been out or families that are taking their friends, et cetera, out. Uh, and it's just cool to see. It's cool to see people having a fun time and uh, really finding a lot of joy in the outdoors these days. No kidding. We have probably done or been to roughly 20 Polaris Adventures locations in the past four or five years. And our first one that we ever did was in Silverton. Yep. And people ask me all the time, where should I go ride? What's the best place to ride? And I'm sure you get that question a lot, too. All the time. All yep. the time. So if I tell people Silverton or maybe Moab or something like that, because it's it's awesome, and I'm sure there's PA locations in, in both of those, yep. those areas. Where do you tell people to ride? What's where, where's your sort of? Because you've probably gone to a lot of the outfitters. I've been to quite a few. Yep, yep. Yeah, it's it's a great question. It's a it's a very hard question to answer. It is. So I usually have to do a little bit of qualifying first of what are people looking for. I mean, there's no question. You know, you, you mentioned Silverton, which is one of those examples of one. It's just epic, right? You're going into the mountains at thirteen thousand feet. You're seeing something that most people have never seen before. Talk about the Silverton ride because. Yep. Uh, we didn't know about it until we did it with, with you guys. And I'd never been on a ride where basically the entire ride is above 10,000 feet the entire time. Super unique. Super unique. Super unique. And you can, they have that 90 mile loop up there. And it is just breathtaking all of the time. It's absolutely crazy. So, I mean, you start in Silverton, Colorado, which is already at elevation. and then nine ninety five, Something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. Yep, yep. And then you essentially ride your razor up into the mountains, and you're just climbing for the rest of it until you're, like you said, up 12,500, 13,000 feet where you're going around the mountains and looking out. And it's unbelievable. And what's really cool about these type of experiences is it's not something that you're going to find any other way, essentially. Like, the only way to access those views, that area is on an off-road vehicle, which is really what we're trying to do, unlock these cool locations. Um, you know, another great example of that is 
out in uh, Las Vegas and in the deserts out there. A lot of people are used to being in the city, et cetera. Uh, we've got some outfitters that go out and get to really cool destinations just outside of the city that you're out in the desert, which quite frankly has a lot more to offer than what people think of when they think of desert. You know, crazy views, crazy wildlife that you can see along the way, et cetera, which you're never going to go out there and go for a walk in the middle of the desert. But on an off-road vehicle, it's quite the experience. You you mentioned something that I have found over the years of doing the show is the one of the only ways to get to these locations is an off-road vehicle. There are sometimes you can find roads and take a truck or a Jeep or something like that to get to the point. But so many of the places that we go to, it is only off-road accessible. The trail is only so wide or so rough that you're never going to fit a regular vehicle through there. And then you end up at these vistas and views and these mountaintops and these other locations in the desert that you would only ever get to. And I never realized that before I started doing the show. That's like, wow. This is amazing. This is like, I cannot believe you can get to these places. But same as you, I didn't have a vehicle. I didn't have a way to trailer or get places. I was sort of stuck within my two-hour, four-hour radius of my home. But this has gotten rid of all of that. It totally has. And what I love about it is even I find myself if I'm on vacation somewhere or whatever else, you can do this as just a morning activity or something in addition to what else you're doing versus it having to be the whole trip that you're going out there, trailering, dealing with logistics, all that type of thing. So I love my products at home, and I use them all the time. But at the end of the day, you know, when I'm on vacation or something, I want to see something new. This is a great way to do it. Plus, it comes with the experience of someone local there that really knows how to guide you to those hot spots. So a great example is up in the, the northeast up there. There's some really cool spots to see. They'd take weeks to go and figure out those vistas or those points of interest. Our local outfitter, they'll say, hey, what are you looking for? What are you trying to see with your family, et cetera? And they'll point you in that direction. So in a good two and a half, three hours, you can see a lot, which is what's really fun about that local guide and resource. If I've never been on a vehicle before and I've never driven a vehicle before, should I be worried, scared, nervous? <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. No, that's, uh, that's, again, where that local partner comes into play. So, I mean, they make sure that everybody's comfortable, whether you've been riding your whole life or this is the first time that you've ever seen one of these vehicles. They make sure that everybody's comfortable, you know how to operate the machine, you feel comfortable going out into the wilderness and, and seeing what there is to offer. Uh, it's it's really a turnkey experience for people, which is what we really pride ourselves in. Because it can be intimidating. It can be. It can be. Absolutely. I mean, that's why we started with our, our main tagline is safe, memorable adventures, because we want people to really have a good time when they're out there. It's not all about the vehicle at the end of the day. It's about what you're going to go and experience, who you're experiencing it with, and the vehicle is just part of the thing that gets you there. So you mentioned vehicles. This isn't just a uh, a razor. It is not. No. Yeah. yeah no, there's, good there's, point. Yeah. You, you can... Uh, there's a, each outfitter, depending on where they are in the country, has different options. So that's another question I get all the time is, you know, what vehicles can I expect? What do they have, et cetera? Our thing is we're, we're really making sure that it's the best vehicle for that area at the end of the day. So how can we make sure that the outfitter has the best vehicle to see that terrain, conquer that terrain, et cetera? And so you're going to have the best time possible. So we have Razors, we've got Generals, we've even got some Rangers in our program. And outside of off-road, we have snowmobiles that we run. We've got the Slingshot for our on-road fans. And we also have an Indian motorcycle program now as well that's coming up. So really trying to cover the whole plethora of what uh, Polaris has and make sure that, again, depending on where you are, you get to uh, have the best experience possible. Nope. When does the Indian motorcycle one start? <laughs> <laughs> they're, uh, we've actually got about 30 locations okay. now with them. So they're, uh, they're kind of more in the Sun Belt right now, but um, lots of cool riding destinations. And again, we're trying to find not just where you can go have a motorcycle on a road, where can you go see some fun things, do some cool things, et cetera, um, that's really tailored to that environment. You mentioned something great when you're on vacation 
and you're trying to come up with something to do and and you know you think summertime and summer vacations with families and, and things of that nature and I'm gonna, we're going to go out west and we're going to go whitewater rafting and we're going to do this and you're right these can just be half day or full day adventures then doing these things and it takes nothing more than going online making a few clicks and making the reservation and, and showing up you don't need a, you don't you don't need to bring helmets and goggles and all that kind of, you just show up you literally do. You just show up. I The analogy I always like to use is uh, the zip lining, right? Like, you can go, you can just show up, you can know nothing about mountaineering or how to do all this. They're going to take care of the rest of it, make sure you have a great time, and you don't need to be a, a mountain climbing expert to go and do it. So similar here, our outfitters take care of making sure that you've got your safety gear. They make sure that you've got, again, the comfort and operation of the vehicle. You know where to go, all that kind of stuff. You show up, have a great time. And then the best part is you get to throw them the keys and they'll take care of the rest. Oh, dude, they're so dirty when they get back. <laughs> <laughs> they're so dirty. I just, at the at the locations, I just see people with a power washer out back all day. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> Getting ready for the next day. And and you mentioned the machines. You're not talking about machines that are 5 and 10 years old. Typically, these are... These model, are the these are the latest year. and greatest. Yeah, yeah. We we pride ourselves in making sure that we're having premium machines out there that are within a couple model years. They're new. They're the new models, etc. To make sure people are really getting the best of what Polaris has to offer. I have found that uh, even if we no longer do the television show at some point and it goes away, I will still do Polaris adventure stuff with my kids because it really truly is just an awesome, awesome thing to go out. And what you would spend on a Polaris adventure is you might spend at a ballpark or something else for the day, but to be outside with your family and ride around for eight hours and, and get dirty and get dusty and pack lunch and see animals or great views. And you're, every person I've ever talked to has never forgotten that day. It makes an impact. It it's, does. It's, it's crazy. And that's, honestly, that's one of the things that got me so excited about this program when we were first uh, getting this off the ground and doing it is I had a lot of really cool experiences at Polaris that I was able to do as an employee and kind of how do you access these places, et cetera. I want to make sure that anyone can go and do that. There's no reason that they shouldn't be able to, but how do you get over all those hurdles of, again, just figuring out the logistics and figuring out the local know-how of where to go, what to do. And that's really what we've tried to make easy at the end of the day. So, Gray, let's give our uh, our listeners a little insider on how this all started. Because <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about it before we, we started the podcast today. And uh, Gray would call me and be like, hey, man, we got this idea going on. We want to talk to you, but don't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell anyone. And it was like Gray and I and a couple other people, and we'd go to lunch, and you guys would talk about your plans and what you got going on, but it's not going to be for a couple of years, and we're trying to. And you started off with, a dozen outfitters? Yep, just a handful. Just a handful. Yeah, and really the goal back then was how can we do something that really just elevates the whole experience for the customers and provides something back for the industry in, in a really big way that Polaris can help with. And, you know, the more we looked out there, we saw it It wasn't necessarily the machines. It wasn't necessarily how do I, you know, go and find the latest razor or something like that. It was where do I get to go use this and how can I easily get access to the latest and greatest or these unique destinations, et cetera, which was really, really hard before. You know, rental's not new, which is a lot of what our partners started as. But fundamentally, the experience was very dependent on who you went with. It could have been machines that were 15 years old and all beat up. It could have been a stellar, 
you know, rental place that had the latest and greatest, and it was a great experience. But you didn't know that until you were literally standing right. it's there. It's not like going to Aruba or Cancun and you show up and they got these beat up old machines, like no, ATVs, no, no. and you're like, well, that's guess what I get. <laughs> right, exactly. So we wanted to make sure that we could provide that consistency, allow people to really plan their trip around it, really get excited that they can bring their family, their friends, et cetera, and they're just going to go have an epic time. And uh, that's that's really the heart of what we're what we're delivering with Polaris Adventures. You start with a dozen locations, and I remember you guys saying something along the lines of like they want us to get to thirty. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and yep. you're like sweating bullets, thinking, man, we're never gonna get to thirty <laughs> locations. And now, how many locations around the country are yep. there? Yep, we're we're just over two hundred locations right now. So yeah, it's uh, it's a lot of options. It's a lot of cool different things. And my favorite part is. Really, none of them look the same. They're all unique. They're all different. You know, they all have something different to offer. And that's really the, the fun part about it as well. One question or one worry that people often express to me is, okay, I'm going to take off. How do I make sure I don't get lost? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. They got you covered on that too. They do. They do. So, you know, that's when we were first looking at this, there's a lot of things that people, you know, really see as hurdles to how can I feel comfortable? How I, how am I going to just go out and have fun and not have to worry about anything along the way? So we make sure, depending on, on the area, how do we make sure that they've got communication? They've got maps that make sense. Sometimes that's a digital map that really makes it super easy. Sometimes that's uh, different signage and things they have on their trail system to just make sure that when you go out, you can focus on having a good time. You don't have to think about, oh, my gosh, am I going to get lost? What if something happens, et cetera? And, again, I can't stress it enough, our, our local partners there, you've always got somebody to help whenever anything happens. Flat so, tire. Flat tire, you know, some type of breakdown, whatever, um, you know, they're there. Even just if somebody's questioning, oh, I don't know what to do, or maybe I couldn't find my way down this trail, whatever else, they've got support there with the outfitters. Is there any uh, secrets or tips that you could offer? Or I'm just sitting here thinking, like, what gray knows something that we don't know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the biggest one that uh, not enough people do is just simply getting to know that local outfitter and explain to them what you want to see and what you want to go do. I mean, yes, they've packaged them up into, you know, sometimes they're tours where they have a guide along the way, but a lot of them are actually ride and drive where they set you up, you go out on the trails, you figure it out. But use their local knowledge, you know, ask them, you know, what are their things that they like to go do? What are you looking to do with your group? Because oftentimes those local outfitters, they, they've been riding those trails forever or in that area their whole life. Uh, they can really get you acquainted quickly to, to make sure you have the best time. They totally have been. That's a good point. Wherever we go, the guys have done that trail hundreds of times. And when we're out there filming, we're looking for very specific stuff. You yep. know, take me, like, before we ever get out there, usually we have a pretty good plan. But uh, I'm like, where do you take people? That's usually, or where do, where do you send people? Absolutely, because if you have a limited time, you want to make sure you see those hot spots and do the really fun stuff along the way and don't miss anything. And they can make sure you get a plan that uh, sets you up to do that. Yeah, we went to this particular season, upcoming season. You'll see Players Adventures locations in Maine. Shin Pond, Maine, which is way up. Have you ever been up there? It's way up there. <laughs> it's way <laughs> up there. It's way up there. We hit it in, uh, and I know a lot of people like to go to Maine for a lot of reasons. Go see lighthouses, lobster, stuff like that. But uh, Shin Pond was almost New Brunswick. It's crazy. You you are you are all the way up there. That's for sure. <laughs> we went there. We uh, did more closer to home, Rice Lake, Wisconsin, uh, which we ended up on a ride to a location that day, uh, that was an ATV campground area. It was not exactly on the maybe PA sort of route, but we went, it wasn't far, 
And we went out there and took us to this specific ATV campground that was awesome. I was like, oh, my gosh, this feels like we're in the middle of Canada. Uh, we did that. We did Colorado. We did Pikes Peak. Talk about an adventure. That's phenomenal. Oh, my gosh. And, and what a unique thing to be able to go and do in the right vehicle. So you take that as a great example of what we do best. Typically, people are going up there in their rental cars or whatever else. It's not nearly the experience of doing it either in a slingshot if you're doing the road route or going around there off-road and some of the cool trails that they have to offer in that area. Did you get to do that? Have you done that? I did. I did. I'm a, I'm a huge uh, car nut at, uh, at heart, so it was uh, one of the coolest experiences to be able to go check that road out on a vehicle that's actually fun to drive on. It. So what's it like to take a slingshot to the top of Pikes Peak? Well, it's uh, it's very curvy to say the least, which is where the slingshot's at its best. Uh, you know, pack some warm clothes because at the top it can be uh, a little crazy compared. Where are you going to pack below. those warm clothes, Gray? Because there's no there's no room in those. Oh, slingshots. there's plenty plenty of stores <laughs> behind the seats for a coat and your essentials. But uh, no, it's uh, it, it's a really cool experience to go up there and just see it in a whole new way. And I've driven it numerous times in a car, and it, again, just totally different, even though it's the same route uh, in a slingshot. And we did uh, Idaho this year as well. And uh, it, that's one of those states that just sort of never disappoints wherever you go. I mean, just point the nose of the vehicle direction and go, and you're going to come up with something phenomenal. It's it's amazing how, you know, a lot of our outfitters, people look at the map and they're like, why aren't you in the big cities or wherever else? Well, really one of the cool things is you're getting out into the country and you're seeing all this country has to offer in a lot of different nooks and crannies and areas. And, you know, to our earlier conversation, you're just not going to see it any other way, quite frankly. And so... When we go out and we look for locations, we're really trying to find the best partners in the best locations that really represent things in a really unique and fun way that people are going to have a great time. You know, we're not looking to be on every street corner. You can, you know, rest assured when you go to a Polaris Adventures location that it's something really cool to go do and have fun. Yes, yes. Now, uh, you mentioned 200 locations, Maui to Maine, which is great. I love that. Are we in all 50 states? Not quite yet. Uh, Not quite is yet. That a goal. It is a goal. Kay. It is a goal. We're we're getting closer uh, every year. But uh, no, we've got we've got a lot of different uh, locations though around a lot of the hot riding areas. We've got them around a lot of the hot tourism areas, and then we all also are filling in in a lot of the areas just to be close to home. Quite frankly, so that there are options for people when they just want to go on that weekend trip. Very nice. Very nice. Is what's uh, what's left on your states then? Which ones are, are we out? Do we, do we do we want to call anybody out right now? <laughs> oh, I don't know. There's uh, th there's a few of the smaller ones out on the East Coast that we still need to find some some options in. Um, but you know, for most of the main ones, we're actually pretty well covered. Uh, you know, a lot of the big outdoor states out in the West, etc. We've got outfitters that are, are really showing off the best out there. Oh, awesome. Well, Polaris Adventures is uh, obviously one of our partners of the show, but so is Rockford Fosgate. And for over 40 years, Rockford has been the global leader in car audio design and engineering. We use Rockford on almost all of our Project X builds, which makes them awesome. Um, so what Rockford does is stage kits. You can go from stage one all the way up to stage six. If you've been following the show, we typically go with those stage five and six kits. Those have everything from front speakers, back speakers, subwoofers, satellite radio. That box that shows up at your home has everything in it. It's amazing. You got your Rockford Fosgate. You can take your audio to the next level. And now if you need something serious power for those speakers, that's where you'll find full throttle battery. Full throttle batteries are designed to handle the increase in power that you need when you accessorize your vehicle, just like with Rockford. We use Full Throttle in a bunch of our Project X builds because they're powerful enough to handle all that extra audio, lighting, you name it. From professional racers to weekend warriors, Full Throttle Battery is your battery of choice. Now, Gray, 
we almost in 50 states. Are we in Canada or international yet, or is that coming? We've got uh, a, an Indian motorcycle location up in Canada right now. We are uh, looking at other uh, other locations as well, but uh, nothing nothing official yet. Nothing official yet. Am I am I am I jumping ahead here? Is it something in the pipes for 2022? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Dang it! He won't reveal. Come on, Greg. Give me something. Because I'd imagine that's maybe the next sort of. Um, area of, of growth for you guys is being able to look you guys i mean we go up to canada and we film in canada and it's awesome absolutely I mean, there's is. tons of cool destinations terrain etc and that's really what attracts us at the end of the day is where where do people want to go uh, and we listen to our outfitters our customers etc of where are these other hot spots and cool points of interest that uh, we think others might want to see so you're you're expanding to canada let's go ahead and put that down <laughs> but what you guys done something new uh, recently is is do this thing a subscription. What is that? Yeah, so Polaris Adventure Select is what we're calling it, and it's it's frankly a really exciting next uh, next evolution of our program. So the idea is is a lot of what you've heard so far is how can you go out one time or or you know go do this on vacation or something like that. Polaris Adventure Select is a subscription program that really lets you enjoy all of our outfitters and what they have to offer on a much more repeat and routine basis. So making it again. All the same benefits, making it easy, making it uh, a really accessible adventure for the whole family, et cetera, but now doing it in a way that you can enjoy this on a very regular basis and, and really have a great time. So Polaris Adventure Select is uh, just starting to roll out. We've got a couple limited markets that we've been starting in. Uh, it launched in Arizona in 2021, and uh, we're continuing to roll into new markets from there. But the idea is you sign up for a monthly subscription, you uh, earn credits uh, through that process, and then you can use those credits to go and ride uh, at our different outfitter locations. So it makes it really simple to, again, engage in this more often if you're someone that chooses to do that, but we're happy either way. We just want to make sure that people are having the best opportunity to go out and enjoy our outfitters and all they have to offer. Like a, a place in Arizona where we've gone filming a number of times, you have so much options out there for riding. You can spend a day at Box Canyon. You can spend a day going to Wickenburg. You can spend a day going to Crown King. There's so many riding locations in right within the metro. Totally. I mean, there's 10 plus right outside Phoenix there. So you can go and just have a great time and both off-road and slingshot in that market as well. So this Players of Interest Select kind of tailors to that. Say like, we had a great time. We want to go do this again, maybe once a weekend, a month or something like that. Right? Exactly. Exactly. We're trying to make that as easy as possible and uh, make sure that people can really be a part of something as well. So the idea of being in select is that you're really a part of the program. You're a member. You, uh, you will eventually have other benefits as well that come along with that. So, um, so you started it there. Is it, um, will that expand? Can, if I'm in the select group, can I go somewhere else in the country and use it right now, or is it just sort of in Arizona? You, you can use it in other areas. We're really trying to target some of these markets because that's where we've got the, uh, the the most options that are accessible, and we're just getting started with this program too, so it's early days. But yeah, so last year we started in Arizona. We expanded out to uh, Las Vegas and southern Utah. Uh, you saw Denver come online at the end of the year, and uh, yeah, we're continuing to roll out throughout the country. I feel like my job and your job is already select. <laughs> 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 we get to go all over the country and ride. How many outfitters have you been to since you started doing this? How many would you oh, say? Oh, that's a that's a great question. It's been a while now, right. but uh, it, my number's been lower lately. But it's probably 50 or so, I would say, that I've been out to. And 
at very least going and visiting these markets where we've got different outfitters that uh, we know, hey, this is a great ride area. And again, how can we get more people out here? I ask because, um, like we talked about earlier, when you started the program, you only had a handful. And now it feels like so many people that I have met lately are brand new Claris Adventures outfitters. So, Absolutely. And, and one couple we, we were with in Wisconsin, um, during the pandemic, they were just sort of like, I don't know if they went on a ride and they liked it. And I'm sure this has happened too, where someone's like, hey, could I do this myself? Could I start my own Polaris Adventures, you know, company or whatever you guys call it? And uh, it, that's possible. It totally is. And that's what's to me really cool as well is when we first set out to do this. Yes, there was some rental places. Yes, there's places that are out there, but there's a lot of untapped potential, too, of locations that didn't have anyone servicing it or didn't have the options there that you'd really look for as a customer. So we are always about not only working with people that currently are in this business of renting and delivering experience, et cetera, but how do we get more people in the business of being outfitters and how do we get them really delivering some awesome adventures in these new places that maybe have not been tapped before. So uh, as we look forward, a lot of the new outfitters coming online and new locations coming online are places that there hasn't been necessarily people servicing the the rental rides industry before. And to your point, a lot of new people coming in as well that uh, got excited about the concept and see it as a great way to have a different business. So you won't tell me about Canada. What will you tell me about new places this year? Ooh, that's that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> so we do we do want to continue to make sure that we're adding a few new locations. Um, that isn't necessarily something that we decide in advance. So we are definitely out there looking for where do people want to have more riding options? Where do we have interest from people that want to become outfitters, et cetera? Uh, right now, though, one of our biggest priorities is really making sure that our outfitters in their locations that they're in can really service the demand that's coming. I mean, the pandemic has been crazy for people wanting to go out and do this, and we want to make sure that customers uh, have availability, that they've uh, actually got the ability to make reservations, and that outfitters uh, you know, can service all the business that's coming their way. I know in some cases I try to look for a silver lining, and the pandemic has been very hard in some, some areas of life. And then in other areas of life, it's been an eye-opener. You know, a couple of well, 2020 summer, all of a sudden my kids didn't have sports anymore. You know, and we're like, we spend more time fishing than we had ever fished ever. Totally. You know? And I was just like, it's the same with people getting out and riding. It's like they've spent more time outdoors as a family or with their buddies or friends or whatever, partners, than they've ever spent in their entire life. And that's been a good thing. It, it really has. It's been crazy. The the couple times I've been out and talking with customers, it's amazing to see how many people are like, hey, we did this instead of going to Disneyland, or we want to do this as a new way to get our family together and, and really make sure we're enjoying the outdoors in a new way and all those type of things. And it's fun to see how many people are really looking for different options right now. And we want to make sure that people are clear this is a great option that even if they haven't been into power sports in the past or have no knowledge of this, this is an easy, fun thing for them to go into. So, so many times people go, uh, you know, like TripAdvisor or something like that to find what are the cool things to do in this area. Uh, they find you guys that way or they find you guys otherwise? They can. They can, certainly. Um, I would say a lot of people find us uh, just simply by looking for cool things to do in an area, which, again, kind of fits the TripAdvisor or Expedia or whatever anybody's thing of choice is. Um, but, yeah, a lot of our outfitters spend a lot of time making sure they're in those top activities to do. They work a lot with uh, different businesses and in, in these towns and areas to promote what they're doing. Where's where's one or two places, Gray, that you got to and you're like, uh, and it's totally surprised you of how awesome it was? I will say one that was uh, 
pretty epically surprising was out in Oregon, out in the Oregon dunes out there. I never had any idea that that existed in the Pacific Northwest where literally you've got sand dunes as far as you can see that have pine trees in the middle of them, which as someone that had spent time down at Glamis and the other uh, dune hotspots I'd never seen where literally awesome dunes to ride in and then pine trees everywhere. So that was pretty, uh, pretty amazing to see and a, a great place to go and visit and ride. Um, another location, uh, frankly, is up in the New England area. I mean, it's amazing up there how similar it is to home here in, in Minnesota, but some of the, the elevation you can get to and the you can get way out there and, and just the experiences and views that you can see out there are unbelievable. And don't even get me started on the, the fall leaf season out there, which is just next level, quite frankly. So It is. It is. We, we set up, we try to do our best to set up shoots that happened right at those peak seasons and uh we we do a pretty good job you know it's it's people not only ask where where's a good place to ride but i you know i said where's a good place to ride is one thing but the timing of the year is another thing and you know i know sometimes you got kids in school and all that kind of stuff you can't do it but boy that october month is just awesome it's unbelievable, unbelievable out there. It, it really is. And you bring up a good point on timing, too. I mean, that's where it is hard when people ask me, you know, well, where's the best place to go? It, it does. It depends on the time of year. It depends on how big of the group you have, et cetera. And that's where we, we keep trying Las to... Las Vegas in July. Yeah. <laughs> not, not recommended. <laughs> not, not, <laughs> not recommended. But, you know, we try to bring that together for people. You know, when they go and look on our catalog, we try and call out what are the what are the really cool things to go and do different times of the year. You know, when should you be looking at going to this location, that type of thing. Um, because it is important. You've got to make that decision of what are you interested in and what do you want to go and see. And uh, we want to make sure that we inform people before they get there, essentially. Good point. Uh, the timing of the year. I know a lot about dirt and places to go riding, but what I don't know a lot about is snow. I mean, I live in the snow, but uh, snowmobiling. You guys have lots of outfitters for snowmobiling. What about snowmobiling? Where, where obviously the timing is, is pretty obvious, but, but where should I go because... Snowmobiling is almost more foreign to me than off-roading. Off-roading is more like driving a car sometimes, but snowmobiling is totally different. Absolutely, and and frankly, I think our program is is uniquely situated for snowmobiling because a lot of people they got to go chase the snow, right? And sometimes that's that's a far far way to go. So uh, I would say right now, you know, out west is unbelievable. You've got not just mountain snowmobiling out there, but actually trail snowmobiling in the west too. So a lot of times people think of Colorado or Montana or those areas where it's like, oh. I have to be this, you know, crazy mountain snowmobile expert to go and do this. But a lot of our outfitters out there are actually on trail in the mountains. So you get all those cool views. You can go and have a, a pretty, I won't say guarantee, but a pretty sure chance of finding snow out there. And yet you don't have to be that epic uh, mountain rider to be able to have a good time and, and know what you're doing. Um, but that said, we do have a few outfitters as well that cater to all skill levels of people that want to go more that backcountry type experience, et cetera. So again, very much depends on what people uh, you know are looking for. But yeah, you can't really uh, beat going out there and, and having a fun time in the snow. I would say yeah, Colorado, um, the the whole west area out there in the mountains is is a great place. We also have a lot of uh, good trail options though in the Midwest here and in some of the other states that. Uh, you know, get pretty good snowpacks when you think of like Michigan, Wisconsin, et cetera. So. Absolutely. And Tahoe got dumped on last week. They did 17 plus feet of snow is crazy. <laughs> I know. My buddies <laughs> send me the photos and they're just like, dude, it's insane. You can't even get there. No, it was it so is, bad. It's nuts. It's it was absolutely it was nuts. almost, it was one of those situations where it was too much. Like 
you can't even if you lived up there, which they have a place up there. He's like, you can't even get to the place. It doesn't matter. And the people that are living up there can't get anywhere because it's just too much snow right now. That's where you need a snowmobile. <laughs> <laughs> at least, at least, at least. Now, I got to imagine then Indian's probably different than all those things because if I don't have a motorcycle license, am I be able to? Very much so. So you do still need a motorcycle license. Yes. You know, it, it is definitely more of a, a niche group that are going to go and do that. But again, a lot of really unique uh, adventures that you can go on. So, you know, a lot of our locations think of uh, like San Diego with going on the Pacific Coast Highway out there or down in Texas, et cetera. You got hill country that you can go and ride through. You know, there's a lot of really unique riding places that aren't just highways and interstates, essentially. And so we're trying to make sure that people have easy access to go and do that if they do have the motorcycle endorsement, et cetera, there. Um, and again, you're on great bikes to fit that, whether big touring bikes or if you've got more of the midsize bikes. Uh, you know, our, our affiliates there try to tailor it in towards what the best riding is going to be. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, we did a shoot. I'm going to give Gray a bit of a hard time here. We did a shoot a few years ago in Maui. And you have, did you live in Maui? Do you have family out there? I've got family out there, yep. <laughs> I've never been invited to Gray's house for Thanksgiving. <laughs> you can actually ride in and around Maui. Is that the only island out there that you can ride? We're, we're actually on uh, almost all the islands now. Oh, so, yeah, we've got uh, Slingshot Adventures on Oahu, Maui, and the Big Island out there. Um, we've got off-road on Kauai, and uh, we've got some locations we're looking at on the other islands. Well, off-road on Kauai? Kauai is a small island, isn't it? It, it is, but uh, you know, lots of fun ranch land, and uh, up in the agriculture land they've got there, it's it's very unique, very different. They um, they do tours there, so a little bit different than just the free ride, um, but frankly, well worth it, even for somebody that's um, you know used to riding their whole life, et cetera, and is like, oh, a tour. No, it's it's pretty cool. You get to go see where movies were shot out there, and it's it's just it's next level. Which again. movies were shot in Kauai? I don't even know that I can name them all. They they always show off like King Kong and Indiana Jones and some of the different uh, blockbusters. But Jurassic I think their list goes forever. Stuff. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I think anytime you see like green tropical mountains in the background, it's got a high chance of being from there. What's what is the? I mean, it, it's. Like you mentioned, it's sort of more of a tour ride because the islands are smaller, so it's different. Yep, yep, absolutely. So they um, they really have to do it more as like a, how can you go out, see the land, learn a little bit more about uh, you know what is going on there. That's where the, a lot of them cover the movies, a lot of them cover some of the history of Hawaii, et cetera, while you're going out on the ride. So it's a little bit more interactive, but again, that's that's what makes it unique. So they're tailoring in towards not just go and ride, ride, ride the whole time. They're actually helping you really learn more about the area that you're in and, and some of the, the cool history there. Um, but yeah, like I said, well worth it for, for anybody. I've, I've been riding most of my life, and I still had a, a wonderful time out there. Yeah, yeah. Now, Gray, if I, I, I go out and rent a vehicle for the day and the family has fun, am I going to get spammed with a 1,000 players' emails to buy a machine <laughs> after I'm done? I, I surprisingly get that question a lot, too, and the answer is no. No, absolutely not. So we want to make sure you, you are a Polaris customer when you come and ride with us at the end of the day. So the way I always like to answer it is we want to make sure that we tailor to whatever you want to do next. So if you want to go and ride another time six months from now at Polaris Adventures, great. We love that. We want to make that easy. We want to give you recommendations basis, you know, what you liked about the adventure you were on. If you went out and you said, oh man, I love this thing. I want to own one of these. Absolutely. We want to make that an easy process for you to be able to purchase your own vehicle and, and go down that route. And then now with uh, Polaris Adventures Select, if you're saying, hey, this is something I want to do routinely and really want to figure out a way to engage more with Polaris Adventures, Select is a phenomenal option there to, to get in on more of that subscription type basis. 
Walk me through, I booked my stuff online, I got my day, taking the family. Walk me through what it's like when I show up at a Players Adventures location Wednesday morning at uh, 8 o'clock. This, <laughs> this is a great question. This is a great question. So one of the other unique things about our program is we're not just helping with vehicles at the end of the day. We're, we're really trying to help make the process more digital for our outfitters, make it really easy for the customer to come in. You know, as you can guess, you've got to go through a waiver process and some things like that, which in the past might have been paper and really difficult to do. So uh, our goal, though, with our program is to make it really modern, really easy, and make sure that we're prioritizing getting you out, having that adventure, having that experience versus spending a bunch of time trying to get uh, you know, checked into a vehicle, et cetera. So we've got a digital iPad-based uh, check-in process where you can come in, fill out your waivers for you and the family, really quick and easy. Uh, and then the outfitter will go and uh, make sure that you're checked in, take you out to the vehicle, give you that walk around, make sure that you're comfortable with everything. Again, this is a great time to ask for some of those tips on where to go and, and what they recommend to go and experience. They'll make sure you're all set there, you're geared up with safety gear, et cetera, uh, and then you'll be on your way, you'll be out on the trails. All of our outfitters that, uh, that offer these packages, they're ride on, ride off, so that means that you jump in that vehicle, you'll be right out to those trailheads, et cetera, and be able to start having a great time right away. That is another great point. Most of them are situated just minutes from the trailhead, or some of them almost right on the trailhead. But most of them are just literally like, okay, go down here, make a left, and you're off. <laughs> Absolutely. And again, we want to make sure people are maximizing their time. You know, you don't want to be trying to figure out how to get a vehicle where it needs to be, et cetera. Like, you want to be able to jump in. Uh, the adrenaline gets going. The excitement gets going. You want to get out there and start experiencing things. Here's, here's my one key tip. Go during the week if you can. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. It's, uh, the weekends definitely get, uh, get busy at locations. You it's, have to remind people that these are public roads, trails. Absolutely. You know what I mean? It's just not Players Adventures doesn't own these, these trails. So if you're out... Uh, on a weekend, Saturday or Sunday, you can expect to see lots of other riders out there, um, not just PA riders, but just people out riding. Absolutely. You'll get the full experience. I mean, you truly are going out riding like other people uh, in that local area. And to me, I think that's what's really cool, though. You are riding like a local in a lot of these areas and really getting to experience it that way. What, what do I need to bring? when I'm out uh, for a ride? <laughs> another, another very good question that I get asked a lot. Um, you know, again, depends a bit on the area. If, you're, if it's really hot, make sure you bring, you know, water along, some different layers I always recommend. Um, a lot of outfitters will let you pack a lunch and do different things like that so you can really make a day out of it with your family. Um, obviously, if you're uh, out in more cold, like snowmobiling, et cetera, Again, layers are good. Gear up with, uh, you know, the appropriate clothing, et cetera. And again, you can leverage the outfitter to ask, hey, what is the best for this climate and this terrain? I mean, uh, those of you that uh, have been snowmobiling, et cetera, know that depending on where you are, uh, the type of clothing and, and how many layers you need and all that definitely varies. And the outfitters can help a lot with that process. Um, and quite frankly, in snow, a lot of them even have gear available there uh, that's tailored towards their environment. Hand warmers, please. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> most definitely, most definitely. Where is a, a location, Gray, that you haven't been to yet that you're like, all right, I got to get there. I mean, you've been to over 50. It's a lot. I've been to a lot, too. But where's a location that you're like, man, I just not, or I've not spent enough time there. I need to explore more there. I, I would love to explore more in that Tennessee and, and that area. There's a lot of interesting uh, outfitters and trails and riding locations there. And uh, I've been there briefly, but uh, it left me wanting more with uh, all that there is to offer there. And it's cool, too, because you can you can really get remote quick, but you're also close to the cities there, and you can kind of have a hybrid vacation of a little bit of get outdoors and a little bit of the city side. Tennessee's a great spot because if you look on a map, 
the actual state touches eight other states. Right. And so I understand why they hold events there and why there are so many big ride parks in Tennessee is because everyone is just four hours away, no matter where you're at around Tennessee. You can get to this ride park or that one or, or anywhere nearby. Completely. And it's a lot of rocky, steep. There is. There's a lot of good terrain out there. It's uh, it's not flat Midwest like I'm used to from around here. <laughs> you can go break stuff easy in Tennessee is what I'm saying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you've got uh, some expansion to Canada, maybe. Um, you've got uh, a new program that you can ride around the country. Uh, some new outfitters coming this year. Uh, you've got a lot going on. we got a lot going on. We're uh, never a dull moment. And, uh, you know, it's been a journey over the last five years continuing to grow. Where where do you kind of see Polaris Adventures um, in the next few years? I mean, just more locations, more options. What do you, what's what's happening? Yeah, I, I always like to talk about it as we're, we're really trying to build out those experiences. That's what drives us. That's what uh, really excites us about what's what's coming next so that can be more locations that can be more types of adventures and, and products as they come into our portfolio of, of what we're offering uh, also programs like select where it, different ways for customers to engage with us and and really find us and uh, and, and get the most out of that experience on your website right now and I saw this earlier today 22 epic adventures in 2022 what is that all about well, you know, we we love all of our all of our outfitters, all of our experiences, but fundamentally, there's always a few that kind of bubble to the top as uh, you know, customer choice or what we think are just worth calling out for the moment. So it's again one of those things that we want to make sure we're marketing our network and helping people find the right things for them. Because I think a lot of people come and they're like, okay, I want to ride a razor, and here's where I am. Well, a lot of what we're trying to do is make sure people can see that there's more to it and there's a lot of different locations and experiences that you can have and uh, like i said eventually probably plan a vacation around one of them i'm just scrolling through it now and i hadn't before we talked and f number one utah two utah three utah five utah <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of good stuff in the west there's a lot of good stuff in the west <laughs> south dakota is a great one montana utah again virginia out east wyoming which is is one of those places we haven't done a lot of filming in but man it's some good i'm talking about open space up there it's crazy yes. it's crazy estes park so for you people like a lot of people go to estes park right tons tons of people go to estes park to go hiking but you guys have a location right there yeah and people don't even realize like you're in the town of estes park which is pretty built up i mean it's it's definitely an outdoor vibe but uh, you're still in town just minutes up the road you can be out riding in new terrain that I would just about guarantee most people who have been to Estes have never seen. Historical jet crash site. Man, <laughs> man, look at that. I'm getting all sorts of ideas for where we're going to need to go next year. Some of these are definitely Spearfish Canyon I was in a couple of years ago. Black Hills, again, great, great spot. Great location. Shen Pond is on the list. 231 Adventures in Harbor Springs, Michigan. Tell me about that one. There, you know, again, a little bit more Midwest riding out there, but, um, you know, it's it's interesting where people don't realize all that uh, some of these states that maybe you're like, I'm going to go plan a trip to Michigan. Yeah, there's a lot of really cool stuff there to go and see and go and do. Um, you know, not just the UP either, I should say. Everybody, when I say Michigan, they think UP. Um, they actually have a lot of really cool trail systems throughout the state that you can go and ride on and uh, a lot of cool things to see. Yes, yes. Uh, Silverton is on the list. And then, of course... This one is brought to you by Gray. Waikiki is on the list. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got to get that one in there. Got to right, get that one in right, there. Right, right. So, I mean, that's just a great, just to go on the website and just read that. I mean, that'll give you an idea of, 
you know, whether you're going to take your own machine or rent one for the day, an idea of, hey, where am I going to go? Because this is the time of year, isn't it? I mean, we're sitting here in January, and this is the time of year you start thinking about where we're going to take the family. What am I going to do? You know, whether it's spring break or the summer, you know, this is definitely the time when you can start to get inspired by some different ideas. Man, I just... You're giving me all sorts of great thoughts of making me feel warm. Number one, it's <laughs> like, oh, these are all, these are all and, of, and of course, we have some right here in Minnesota. We do. We've we've got a handful right out our back door here. Man, I have not been to any of the ones in Minnesota. Got to check them out. I know. I know. We've been. I so you know how that is. You kind of overlook your own backyard. You sometimes. totally do. You totally and, do. And uh, we've done. We did a ride for the show. We went up to the uh, Iron Range. And we ro- rode around there, Gilbert, uh, earlier oh, last fall. And that was cool and fun. But I didn't know there were uh, PA locations nearby. One of my favorite things is, that, you know, you talk to people here in Minnesota. And they're like, oh, we want to go out west. Or we want to go different locations to go see what they have to offer. And ironically enough, a lot of times when I've been out traveling, people are like, what's it like riding in Minnesota? What's it like riding between trees and that kind of thing? So it's back to that point that kind of a little bit of different terrain is interesting Really to everyone. That's I mean, a good point. I have been with people, and they're like, oh, I was there once, and I got to ride through trees. Yeah, it's it's a totally foreign thing to a lot of people that uh, have never done that type yeah, of riding. Yeah, like I had to actually turn instead of just be in the desert and go straight forever sometimes, <laughs> which is which is totally true, which is totally true. Man, that is – that's just – it. It, it always happens to me when we start a new season and I just start like, oh, where do I want to go this year? You know, and I and I'll often reach out to you guys and say, hey, you got any new places or places that are kind of we should go visit this year? Here's where we've been. Where should we go? And I'll, I'll even use you guys as a resource. And it's it's saying something because you've been to so many. I oftentimes I get that. And I'm like, man, how, how can I find something new for Jared to do? Yeah. But <laughs> but we somehow each year we find a, a few new ones that uh, you haven't done before. My catalog is deep but uh it is it is well today's uh podcast was brought to you by assault industries if you want to personalize your vehicle then check out assault they design and manufacture high performance accessories for the off-road industries if you haven't heard of them or you don't know assault by now then you need to get to know them every time a new machine comes out assault is right there launching parts and accessories to go along with it everyone knows assault for their mirrors and they're great but you, they've got a ton of other products, so go check them out. And new for this year, one of our partners is Quad Boss. Quad Boss has been around for 20 years. They've been around for a really long time, and we're here in Minnesota, and Quad Boss definitely comes in handy with their snow plows. I need one. I need to call those guys up. Man, I could use one of those right now. <laughs> it's supposed to snow this weekend. Uh, they make super dependable parts, whether you're a rider, rancher, farmer, and hunter. They want to make sure you work the, the work feels more like play. Uh, you want to depend on your machine to do the job, and Quad Boss offers the parts to do so with the tires, starters, axles, and a ton of accessories. Everything you need to keep your job done and get it going. Well, Gray, this has been a blast, a ton of fun, and it's always like an eye-opener as far as like locations for me to go. I know we talk about locations a lot, but, man, it just it literally is like planning vacations all the time. It's, it's it's really fun from that standpoint. And thank you for having me on, and uh, great to catch up a little bit here. Awesome, man. Well, I appreciate it. And uh, I, I want to go out on we should, you need to come out on a ride this time you know visit maybe one of your new locations we this do year we'll have to do that we'll and, do and that. come out and go on a ride because we haven't yet we haven't no we gotta go we gotta check that box <laughs> all right thanks man i appreciate it thank you